From up in the nosebleeds to down to the 50-yard line, wherever you watch the game, this is the place to sound off. Sports Talk with Jock on 770 CHQR. I have to say, today has been a really crappy day in the COVID sports world. You know, the Blue Jays, the Phillies, the Giants, they, they've all shut down their training facilities, two of them in Florida, one of them in Arizona. Of course, we're seeing some positive tests in the baseball world. Tampa Bay Lightning, you may have heard, they had to shut down their training facilities right now, phase two of the NHL relaunch. Because they had three players test positive today. A couple of support staff members as well. Toronto Maple Leafs won't confirm this. But Steve Simmons from Post Media says Austin Matthews has tested positive in the NHL as well. The NHL confirming that 11 players have tested positive in the NHL relaunch. Oh, yeah, we had a PGA Tour player test positive as well today. First PGA Tour player, Nick Watney, uh, he had to withdraw from the RBC Heritage. 23 football players, University of Clemson, they tested positive today. Uh, to top it all off, looks like Major League Baseball, that's done. It's, it's talks are off again. Uh, so so I'm, I'm depressed on a Friday night. Thank goodness it's Friday fun time with the People's Sportscaster, uh, the one and only Derek Bidwell, because we don't talk a lot of COVID. This is our show about nothing. Bidzy, you got to cheer me up, my friend. Well, it'll happen in the next hour. Just, just, you know, <laughs> well, just being a part of this, Jocko, will brighten your spirits. It always does. You and I leave after this hour feeling great about yes. life, about ourselves. We feel better about how we, how we look, how funny we are. We think we're great. We leave this hour with such an outstanding look on life and uh, hopefully it happens again today. Because, yeah, not a lot of good news from no. the sports world. We, yeah, we, we won't talk any more COVID on this Exactly. Hour. You know what Sunday is? I know what it is. Sunday is fa- Sunday, Father's, Day. Sunday's Father's Day. My dad, unfortunately, is no longer with us. Now, he passed away almost 25 years ago, which was sad. He was only 66. He was way too young. He was tough. He was fair. He was a little bit of a workaholic because he was a full-time chartered accountant, had his hobby farm, and, and he made all of his kids work on that hobby, hobby farm. And, and, and I tell you what, my dad, my dad never understood what I did for a living, Bidzy. I, I got to tell you this because uh, I, he, I, I told him I was getting into broadcasting and I wanted to go to Calgary. I wanted to go to Mount Royal College. And he said, are you stupid? He said, what in the hell is that? He said, <laughs> he, said, he said, get into business, you know, do something, you know, becoming a chartered accountant. Becoming, I didn't want to become an accountant. And, and it was funny because my dad never really understood what I did for a living until I brought him to Calgary. I was hosting the Calgary Flames broadcast. He went to a hockey game. He saw what I was doing in the hot stove lounge. And then it finally clicked. He goes, okay, my, my son has made it. He's, he's done an okay job. So there, there's my dad's story. Uh, t- tell me a little bit about Ray. Well, for me, my dad. Well, so I, I was. Uh, well, I went after I was in high school. I was, I was playing junior football, playing for the Saskatoon Hilltops, the uh, country's greatest uh, junior football team here in uh, Saskatoon. And, uh, anyways, I was doing that, and I, I played for them for four years. And during that four years, I went to university for a year, um, and I didn't really like it. I just nothing clicked for me. I didn't know what I wanted to do. I, I just kind of nothing was really, really interesting me. And nothing really took. And so then I had a couple of friends that were going to Australia. They were going to Australia. So uh, I asked my dad if I could have a loan to go to Australia. And, uh, and he 
agreed and said, uh, you know, you got to pay every cent back, though, and I'm keeping track of it, which is only fair because my sisters didn't get a bunch of money to go to Australia or travel <laughs> around the world. So he lent me the money. I went to Australia. It was amazing. But my dad did say, you know, while you're there, think about what it is you want to do. Come back and let me know what it is you want to do because you're going to school. you got to get some post-secondary. you got to get some education in order to have you know, a good job, a good career. That's what we want for you. You came so back came and back you wanted and to be the crocodile hunter. Yeah, I came back and I said, Dad, I think I want to be a sportscaster. And he was like, oh, God, I shouldn't have given him an open palette to just pick anything. He thought, like he said, like, I don't they get those, aren't they, yeah, like, actors? Don't they get those guys from some type of, I don't know, that's, is that a real thing? I don't think he really or really just thought it was a real thing. And then one, one time they came up to visit me in Calgary, and at that time I was, I was uh, working in radio uh, with the legendary uh, Jerry Forbes. Uh, in uh, Calgary, and um, they came in. My mom and dad visited. They came in. They came in the studio. They saw what I was doing with him and uh, helping him kind of uh, co-host and run the board uh, for his show uh, at that particular time, and uh, and they thought it was pretty cool. They thought, okay. wow, this kind of suits him. So maybe this isn't a made-up thing. Maybe he can have a career at this, and here I am now still working and back at home in Saskatoon at Global TV. So I think I think they're okay with it now. Okay, well, I, I got to find out. Uh, so so let's bring Ray Bidwell into the program here. And, and Ray, first of all, wel- <laughs> welcome to the show. Uh, di- I got to ask you, did, did, did Derek ever pay you back the full amount of money from Australia? Yeah, he did. Yeah, it, okay. Uh, finally, yeah, yeah. We, uh, <laughs> finally. <laughs> we, <laughs> yeah, no, no, he was uh, good on his word, and uh, he repaid it all. <laughs> so what did, you, what did you really think when he wanted to get into broadcasting? Well, I uh, of course wanted them to to uh, do whatever he wanted. Sure. The only thing that I mentioned to him was that it's a it's a fairly small field. Uh, you know, if you're an electrician, well, there's thousands of electricians uh, or doctors or lawyers or whatever. But sportscasters is a fairly fairly small field, and uh, and uh, you know uh, your your options are somewhat limited. That is true, and and he's a small guy. Are, are you a small guy, Ray? Because B- Bidzy's not no. small. Well, I'm a little bigger than him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Quite yeah, a bit bigger. fatter, actually. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. I don't know about that. I've seen I've seen your son lately. <laughs> yeah, Ray. I, Ray, Ray. When I talked to you earlier today, I was going to say, can you can you give me a good story about uh, about your son? So, uh, uh, you, if you don't mind embarrassing him for me, I'd really appreciate that. Oh, okay. <laughs> Well, I've sort of racked my brains and uh, what little there is, and uh, and I uh, come up with a couple of stories that I I could probably share with you. Okay, uh, I like stories. The, fir- the first one is a, a bit of a humorous one. Uh, uh, I heard Derek talking just a couple of minutes ago about his education, and uh, I recall uh, when he was in about grade three, I think, or thereabouts, you know, I'm right now, and uh, uh, the. Uh, The thing that uh, I remember was that uh, I guess we found out through a parent-teacher meeting or something that um, uh, he had talked to his teacher and uh, informed her that he was done with school. Done. Uh, You know, grade grade three three was enough for him. Uh, He uh, he was going to be a hockey player, a la Wayne Gretzky, and and schooling just wasn't uh, something that he really had to. spend too much time at that's that's a good three or a grade three or talking yeah. i like that yeah okay <laughs> well his teacher uh i guess was a student enough to uh 
talked to him and said, well, you know, if you're going to be making all these millions of dollars, uh, you might want to have a little bit of mathematic background so that you can count all this money and uh, <laughs> and make sure that you're uh, you're getting the proper amount. So Perfect. I guess he considered that for a while and uh, said, yeah, well, maybe I'll stay grade four or five maybe but uh, uh <laughs> that, that that'll probably do me oh that's <laughs> that's fantastic Ray. Bidzi, is that true uh it sounds about right uh <laughs> yeah i think my teacher at the time was named mrs wright at the time i think it was her i don't know yeah. but i do remember that uh yeah she had to kind of uh turn the uh the narrative towards School is good because it'll help you with hockey, with yeah, with your money and all the things you can buy. And so I felt that school could be a part of my professional hockey career. Sounds sounds accurate, I would say. There yeah. you go. There you, you. You got one more for me, Ray? Well, uh, the other one uh, I would think about is, is is maybe a little more frustrating from my point of view. Okay. In that, uh, Derek, uh, no matter whether he was dealing with his friends or or whatever sports association he was involved with, uh, always seemed to end up as the uh, the social coordinator. And uh, I, I think largely he was self-appointed, but uh, in any case, uh, what this involved was uh, an awful lot of phoning, uh, done usually later in the evening, uh, early night, uh, always from the downstairs phone, which is right next to uh, a heat vent. And, of course, I would be upstairs in the bedroom trying to sleep, and the heat vent is right behind the headboard, so his voice through the ductwork was uh, was fairly clear and loud. <laughs> Jeez. I, <laughs> and, uh, I wish I would have known about this earlier. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, uh, you know, it, it involved a lot of calling, of course, because... Uh, you had to check with every one of the people that you were dealing with and, and get the ideas. And then, uh, you know, you'd come to some sort of a consensus. And, and then you had to call back, of course, to everyone to let them know what the what the final result was. And, and we and know Derek that, likes to talk, so that's perfect. Yeah, yeah. And then, of course, if there was some change, well, then the whole thing had to be repeated over and over, of course. <laughs> And my frustration was largely dependent on where I was. Of course, uh, as I've already mentioned, if I was home and trying to sleep uh, was one thing. But in those days, my job involved quite a bit of work in Regina and being away from home. And, of course, uh, when you tried to call home at night, uh, you always got a busy signal. Because he was always on the phone. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there and, you uh, go. There you go. So uh, that was frustrating, uh, I guess. Uh, mind you, in deference to Derek, it might not have always been him. It could well have been one of his sisters. Well, that's uh, yeah, that's true. See, we that go. is Thank true. Appreciate that. <laughs> Well, I don't blame a little bit. I appreciate that. I, I, I'm feeling kind of bad for Derek because he told me the story about his graduation uh, last last week. How he, uh, he he rented the the limo, and then his buddy Trevor Warner basically stole his seat. He had to he had to ride in the front, but he did get to date Andrea's sister. So I'm I'm kind of excited about that. So he got to date the twins. But any, <laughs> anyway, Ray, thanks uh, for stirring the pot again, Jock. <laughs> Ray, uh, Derek, wish your dad a happy Father's Day for goodness sakes. Happy Father's Day weekend, uh, Pop. Love you very much. Thanks a lot for taking it easy on me.
<laughs> yeah, well, we appreciate you. Uh, uh, my wife, Hope, and I are uh, uh, quite happy with the way the kids turned out. They're, they've always been healthy and remain healthy and, and uh, gainfully employed, so we couldn't actually <laughs> wish for much more. Fantastic. Ray, happy Father's Day. Hope you have a great weekend. <laughs> Good. Thanks, guys. All right. There you go, Bitsy. Awesome? There you go. Awesome. We've had your mom on. Now we've had your dad on. Yeah, you know, it was funny, too. It was about a minute or well, about two minutes into it. My dad was just started telling a story, and then he heard the background. I don't know who she was talking to, the neighbor or something like that. But my, I think my dad almost got a little distracted there. But uh, it was funny that, that which he's probably talking to my sister somehow and, like, to listen. Like, listen now. Ray's on right now or something. I, I, I'm not sure exactly what happened there, but that was. That was quite funny to hear her in the background. Yes, they are amazing parents. Uh, they're awesome. They are just awesome. I'm a very lucky guy. And uh, thank you, Jocko, for having them on uh, both Mother's Day and Father's Day. I know my sisters really love it, too, and so do I. Appreciate it, pal. Good stuff. Well, I tell you what, we, we've had a lot of fun over the last number of weeks. We've had some great guests on the program. Guests like Jason LaBarbera, Scott Coe, Ted Henley, Dar McPool, Robin Regeer last week, Sean Cable, Burke Dales, Jason Day, Bob Paley, you name it. Uh, you hear them here on the Friday Fun Time with Jock and Bidzy. Well, we got another great guest for you when we come back. He's a two-time Grey Cup champion, but that's all I'm going to say because Bidzy will introduce him in a second. Our special guest coming up right around the corner. This is Sports Talk with Jock. This is Friday Fun Time. So I thought I was going to surprise Derek Bidwell with uh, his father on the show tonight for Father's Day on, <laughs> on, on Sunday. But apparently your mom spilt the beans, what, three minutes before airtime? <laughs> yeah, sorry, Mama, but yeah. So I was, yeah, I was just talking, like I was saying to you, I was just talking uh, to the lovely Andrea, saying, "Hey, so are we gonna, well, you know, like, uh, what are we doing tonight? And we'll watch a, you know, a movie and make popcorn or something or whatever." Anyway, then the phone ring, and I, the phone, there's another call coming, and I look down, it's from my mom. I, I tell her, "Oh, hang on, and I got to click over," and so I do, and it's my mom. She goes, "Hi, hi, Derek. Sorry to bother you. I know you're busy at work, but." Quickly, how does how does Nicole listen in Wisconsin? Because Dad's going to be on. She goes, oh, oh, maybe I wasn't supposed to tell you that. I don't. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, it's okay, Mom. No, I, but I didn't know. I didn't know. Oh, so anyway, I good. hope Nicole's able to listen in Wisconsin. Okay, and I well. think my mom got it all figured out. Anyway, it's just it, you know what? It's just another brilliant story with cute little hope. Just love Mom so much. She's she's a cutie. Yes, and so that. <laughs> Just another one to add to the to the legend of of hope and a little shout out to Nicole, the sister as well. I, I like that. Okay, yeah. okay. We, what we do is we bring on a special guest, and this could be a member of the Stampeder alumni, the Flames alumni, the NHL alumni, the media alumni, you know, golf alumni. We we we, bring, we do it all here on Friday Fun Time. So so Bidzy, you get to introduce our special guest. So the floor is yours, my friend. All right, here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Time to introduce. Tonight's guest. He played his entire career with the Calgary Stampeders. 14 years with the Red and White. He's won the Great Cup twice. He was a CFL All-Star three times during his career. He is a proud hockey, although he is a little lighter now than during his playing days. And he once let teammate Scotty Coe lick his foot to win a bet. <laughs> 
ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome tonight's guest, the great Jay McNeil. Jay McNeil, two-time Grey Cup champion on the program. How are you, my friend? Well, I'm laughing because I completely forgot about that story about Scott Coe. So, uh, <laughs> what a great way to be introduced. No, I'm doing really great. Thanks, guys. Okay, well, this is all about fun stories. So, so you better reset that. So, you know, just the image of Scotty Coe licking your foot—that's that's an image I can't get out of my head right now. Well, I mean, to make matters worse, like, and, and you know, let's just be honest here—I had a bad case of athlete's foot. So I had a ton of cream and, uh, you know, it's, it, it was nasty. And, you know, this was training camp and we were in between practices and you're, you're bored and you're, you're, you're feeling down and just, you know, need something to pick up. And then we we're just sitting there and I, and I, I said, I'll give you a hundred bucks to lick my foot. And he did. <laughs> <laughs> you know, to this day, I don't know who won and lost out of that one. I mean, yeah, it cost me a hundred bucks, but it was worth watching. Was it? Was well, it? A- yeah, and the story and the story lives on. The thing is, though, is probably right after that, you, you might have thought to yourself, or maybe on the drive home after practice, and you think about it, you're laughing to yourself. I would think, how low could I have gone, and he still would have done it. <laughs> It was Scott Coe. I probably just needed Darium, and you would have done it. Well, uh, hey, not that I want to get too graphic here on the show, but was it right, like a lick right from the heel to the toes, or or was it just a, a quick little lick? No, it was top to bottom, size fourteen feet. So oh was, my uh, goodness! <laughs> I mean, it, that's gross at the best of times, right? So. <laughs> Well, we do know we do know Scotty will do anything for money, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> yes, he will. <laughs> uh, I, I I don't know where to go after that one, so I'll just ask you. I'll just ask you one. Besides Scotty Coe, who also was crazy in that dressing room with you? Oh man, <laughs> fourteen years. You know, if I could write a book for every year, um, you know, it, it was. You know, Scott certainly was his own character, right? And he was. He was somebody that kept everybody loose in the locker room uh, because he was just always looking for a laugh. Um, you know, some of the other characters, um, you know, one, one that sticks out and, and, you know, probably from a, a good standpoint as a teammate, but I've had some troubles afterwards, was Anthony McClanahan. Okay. Um, you know, he was he was a character as well. You know, I mean, maybe it's the dyed hair thing that, you know, from Scott that made me think of Anthony McClanahan. But, yeah. you know, he was a happy-go-lucky guy that just, you know, was a, a character that you just didn't know what he was going to say uh, from time to time. But, yeah. I mean, well, he did, he did get into some some issues afterwards, but I tell you what, uh, I, I I knew him as well, and he was uh, he was a wild man. Hey, Scott, uh, Jay, what we got to do is we got to put you on hold right now. We got to break for the news at the bottom of the hour. But uh, what we're going to do, Bidzy, is we're going to come back and we're going to continue our, our trend because we've had some really really neat stories from our special guests about hanging out with famous people. Like Robin Regeer last week told us about hanging out with Obama at the White House. Sean Cable got to spend the day on the water with Dennis Rodman. Burke Dales had a beer with MJ. Jason Day, the the uh, actor slash MMA fighter, he he got to shoot a couple of screens uh, with with The Rock. And then Bob Paley, you know, at the G8 Summit, was hanging out with Putin, Jean Chrétien, and George Bush. So not to put you on the spot, Jay, but we're going to ask you the same question: Who's the most famous person that you have hung out with? We'll do that next as uh, Sports Talk with Jock continues. This is Friday Fun Time. He's Derek Bidwell. I'm Jock Wilson. This is 770 CHQR.
When it comes to sports, this is our show about nothing. It's our Friday fun time. Jock Wilson and the People's Sportscaster, Derek Bidwell from Global Saskatoon. And, of course, a very special guest from the Calgary Stampeder alumni, a two-time Grey Cup champion, Jay McNeil, is with us tonight. And, uh, uh, Jay, Jay, Father's Day is on Sunday. Was, was your dad an imp- a big influence for you? He, he was. Um, my dad passed away when I was 11. Wow, so, that's sad. My, you know, I... My, my dad was 66 when he passed away. That was too young. How old was your dad? He was 34. 34. Oh, that's way too young, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was, uh, obviously, I didn't get to spend, um, you know, uh, a ton of time with him. But, you know, the time I did was, you know, incredibly special. He was a great guy. Um, you know, just, just I wanted to, I tried to emulate myself like him. Good. and be a role model, model like that to my son. So, you know, although it was a short period of time, I'm pretty lucky to have spent that time with him still. So, well, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's you know, that that's sad, but I'm glad that there was at least some, some quality time when, when you were there. So, uh, anyway, Father's Day, I'm sure you'll be thinking about your dad on Sunday. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, with, without a doubt. Uh, hey, listen, um, we, we, what we talk about is we like to have fun on this show. We talk about hanging out with famous people. So uh, we, we told you the story about some of the uh, some of the special guests that we've had on the show and some of the people they've hung out with. Uh, Bidzy, I think he got to hang out with me. That was the, the most famous person he's ever hung <laughs> yeah, out with. That's, yeah, it's sad, <laughs> but it's true. It's pretty and, special in itself. Yeah, right? Well, so. that's exactly. But, but you, you know, you're a player. You've been out there. So uh, t- tell me the Jay McNeil story. Who's the most famous person? person you've hung out with well you know i'm i'm the easy out for that one would be uh dwayne johnson as you know played sure. with him, but you know he wasn't famous at the time so we'll we'll, we'll leave that one okay. although he was a great guy great teammate to have i you know he was just a very interesting uh down-to-earth guy to talk to um, I, I, there's a story that doug flutie tells about you know Dwayne Johnson and, and shutting him up in the uh, in the dressing room because Dwayne wanted to watch WWE wrestling, and 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 Doug Flutie wanted to watch watch football and, and with yep. football film, and so he basically told Dwayne he told Dwayne to turn off that crap in the dressing room. Is that true? Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, it, it, which is so funny. And it, you know, I found it really interesting because growing up, I was uh, you know a WWF fan and. You know, talking about his dad and his uncles all in the business, and so it was pretty neat to get that perspective. And you know, he was happy to share that. So, <laughs> okay. but, you know, you you mentioned another one though. Doug Flutie is, you know, I, I don't, I can't count him out as no. one of the most famous uh, people. It's so that's still pretty surreal to, uh, you know, when you tell people, you know, when you tell people you play for the Stamps. Of course, they say, hey, did you play with Flutie? Did you play with the the Rock? And you're like, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Outside, you know what's funny though two. is that it, the one thing I always think that's funny though is too is that like Dwayne Johnson, uh, it's not like Dwayne Johnson like played 15, 14 years with the Calgary Stampeders yeah. and won two great cups or anything. It's just funny that when Dwayne Johnson became Dwayne Johnson, the wrestler and then the, you know the actor, then everybody's just kind of you know everybody tries to find any little you know connection that Link. they could have with somebody yeah. like that. But if he didn't become it, nobody would nobody would, remember that guy we played with that was you know that was on our. On our was a backup and was with us, and then we released him, and then we brought him back, and then nobody but, but, would you but know, be all fired that's, up. About that's the that, fun but. part about it because he still shouts yeah. out Calgary. He still you know thanks yeah. Wally Buono for for cutting him, and oh yeah, it's perfect. It, it <laughs> is amazing actually. I love that he does that, and yeah. you know it, it's amazing. It's not you know not to get all philosophical, but what a great life lesson, right? Something yeah. bad turned into something fantastic. It's so, so true. Okay, yeah. so so we're gonna take we're gonna take the rock off the table. We're gonna take Doug Flutie off the table. Yep. I had a couple. I've had a, you know more brushes with celebrities. Okay. So 
I got a couple funny ones, and then I'll tell you my, you know, the, when you're truly hanging out with a celebrity. So a couple of funny ones are I literally uh, chest bumped in, in Times Square by accident uh, Neil Patrick Harris. Okay. Uh, Doogie Howser. Like, and I was like, oh, hey, excuse me. <laughs> So that was the entire interaction, but literally... Was, I mean, was that an accidental consider- accidental chest pump, or was it? did you do it on purpose? I'm going with accidental. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the other funny one is I happened to be in New York City as well, and I was in a restaurant, and I went into the bathroom, standing at the urinal. A gentleman comes in, uh, and his young son was in the stall of the bathroom, and he's singing a, he's singing a song. And he was, at the time, probably the same age as my son, and uh, I kind of laughed, and I said, "Oh, you know, I, I recognize that song. I, you know, I know it all too well." And I, the, the guy responded, said something. I turned around; it was John Stewart. Very so cool. I was having a conversation with him, and then I realized, oh, I'm one of those stalkers who is interrupting <laughs> him and his son in the bathroom, right? So I, I quickly uh, ran out of there. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, hey, it is what it is, right? <laughs> well, exactly. Yeah, that's right. Like, you know. Ten years later, and I'm still telling that story. So, Perfect. Uh, yeah, exactly. So, I guess maybe the story of me hanging out with uh, a celebrity, and um, I was fortunate enough to be on a, a group trip to uh, South Africa uh, through it raised money for charity. Okay, uh, and part of that was Canadian music uh, entertainers came along and and told stories, entertained, you got to know that. And uh, it happened to be uh, Jim Cuddy from Blue Rodeo. Okay, very cool. Uh, and, and I got to tell you, we spent nine days in South Africa with him, and it was one of the coolest experiences. You know, you're having dinner with him, and you're he's asking questions about football. He probably asked me as many questions about football as I I did about the music industry, and uh, it, was, it was pretty neat. That is fantastic. You just share some stories and uh, and go back and forth, and and that's a totally different level, isn't it? You know, it's well, one it's one thing to to accidentally run into Harris in uh, in, in New York, Hauser. but yeah, exactly. But it's another thing when you're actually nine days nine days in, and you're and you're getting to know somebody. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You yeah. know, where it's it's we had a couple nights where everybody went their own separate ways, but really you're spending you know you know well not twenty four hours together, but you know a big chunk of the day together. Yeah. It was pretty amazing. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. He's Jay McNeil, a two-time Grey Cup champion with the Calgary Stampeders, a special guest, uh, Derek Bidwell. I was going to uh, ask you, Jay, you know, this goes back to when, um, <clears throat> well, when I was working in Calgary um, as a sportscaster, and, and part of my uh, gigs there, one of the gigs that I had there, of course, was being on the sidelines and being the uh, in-stadium host. And, and uh, this is funny. Uh, because one time, right when I started there, right when I started, this was about two, this was about two or three games in, and you guys are. This was my first year doing it, and I was on the sidelines. And I'm from Saskatoon. I'm from Saskatchewan. So of course, everybody from Saskatchewan, you know, you're born to, uh, you know, love the Riders, <laughs> cheer on for the Riders. And so I'm on, obviously on the sidelines as a Stampeders sideline host. And this is the truth, though. To the hand on the Bible, I have become a huge. Stan Peters fan because of my, all my time on the sidelines there and wearing the colors and getting to know the players. And, and I have friendships of guys that were on the Stan Peters. I don't, I don't have any friendships with guys on the riders, but at this, at this time I hadn't developed any. So I still was probably bleeding a little green. Anyway, um, at one point during this game, I think once again, about third game into me doing this, um, the riders completed like an 80 yard bomb or something like that. And I was just watching the ball go through the air, through the air, through the air. It was complete. I went, yeah, real quick. <laughs> I was standing right. And I was next to the bench. And Jay, yes, I probably doesn't remember this, but 
he knew me, got to know me uh, from you know being a sportscaster and, and interviewing him and all that stuff. And he just he just gave me like a little whack with his ginormous hand, <laughs> and he just said, and he just said, hey, remember where you are. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I just, oh yeah, sorry, I didn't. Ah, yeah, I was just, oh, okay, yeah, I didn't remember that. But um, my next question I'm going to ask you now because Jay, we're also friends on Facebook. Social media is a big thing in our lives now, yeah, and. Uh, and uh, it's how we kind of keep up with a lot of people. It's, it's helped me keep up with you as well, too. And uh, anyway, so I see some pictures on there uh, with your lovely gal now. Wish you guys all the best. Um, and um, I noticed on there, like, you are very lean and trim right now. And uh, I know that when you're – obviously, you're a hoggy. But I remember t- uh, talking to you, offensive linemen are obviously big, 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 big fellas. You mentioned size 14 feet when you're telling the story about Scotty Coe licking your foot. Um, but uh, I remember one time you said to me, oh, you know, it's tough keeping the weight on. Like, sometimes I don't feel like eating, and then I'll step on the scale, you know, and I'm down to 292, 295, whatever, 289 or something like that. And you're like, I'm not hungry, but i got to sit down and just pack back the food and get my weight back up so that I don't get pushed around, right? So maybe a little bit about you know, what that was like having to be like a 300, 300-plus 300 pound guy. And really, it seems like you're the most comfortable at your weight now and being kind of lean and trim. Yeah, you know, it was so it's embarrassing to say, but, you know, the most I ever weighed was 322. 322. 322. Oh, it was not pretty. <laughs> um, I had gotten hurt that year, and so I decided I was just going to eat and work out, and uh, that just, I ballooned right up. But I probably averaged anywhere between 305 and 310. Um, and, and, you know, it's it's weird to think about that now because now I'm the opposite. Now I'm, I can't eat after six or I'm going to gain five pounds overnight. And it's just, But back then, I used to fight to keep my weight on. Um, and and that literally was the case that I'd just be so full all of the time. It became like a job to eat. And, I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I can eat with the best of them. But there were times where I was just like, oh, I can't do this anymore. I just... It uh, so, it, but it did take a. The longer I played, the easier it was to keep the weight on because I was getting older. What was your go-to uh, meal? You know, I I was always uh, the, the night before every game, pasta with meat sauce. Pasta with meat sauce. And, and I would say that's probably one of my favorites today. Still, uh, I use that as a treat. I try not <laughs> to have that too often, but that was. I would make a giant, uh, giant pot of that and have it the night before the game, and then the meal. My it would be my pregame meal the day of. Oh wow! I got, a quick, I got a quick follow up one here, uh, Jado, real quick though, because this reminds me of, of another story, and I, I'm sure a lot of quarterbacks did this, but I do remember Hank uh, telling me that he did this. And I can't remember the name of the place in Calgary. It doesn't really much matter, but it was a prime rib place. And what and what Henry would do? Quarterbacks, of course, are always uh, supposed to be treating their offensive linemen because they're the ones that protect them from getting, you know, hurt and uh, and don't get all the glory that quarterbacks do. So uh, I, I remember that Henry was saying that he would take you out to the take the offensive line out to this prime rib place, and basically it turned into an all you can eat, which of course would drive up the bill for the quarterback. But uh, some of the amounts of food that I heard, whoever won it, like was just crazy. The size of the of the a chunk of meat they would have, and then the potatoes and the salad and the dessert, maybe a bit more on that. Yeah, well, you know what? That's funny because I still tell that story today, too, because it, I, I could eat a lot, and I was blown away watching. So we, he used to take us to Smugglers down on uh, 
on the cloud. On cloud trail, yeah. Yeah, and you could, you know, you could order order ahead and say what size uh, prime rib you'd want. And so one year we decided that every offensive lineman was going to get 56 ounce prime ribs. <laughs> 56 ounce. <laughs> so, so we go, uh, so we go, and you know they've got the salad bar, and then, you know, so everybody had two trips to the salad bar, um, you know, sort of a bit of an appetizer to kind of get going, and then we, they brought out these uh, 56 ounce prime ribs with. Uh, baked potato, and then we had mushrooms and onions and, you know, all, everything that goes with it. When they brought out these 56-ounce um, prime ribs, it looked like each plate had a loaf of bread on it. Like, they were that big. And I was, even my eyes got bigger. went, oh <laughs> this could be trouble. And so uh, so we started eating. And, and, and to be honest with you, eating the prime rib was actually not that tough the hard part was i mean obviously they do a great job preparing it it was fantastic tasted great but 56 ounces of it you just get tired of eating the same thing that (laughs) is that is a monster piece of meat holy cow it was the old 96 or like in the great outdoors with john candy that's exactly what it was (laughs) so as we're going we had a rookie Derek armstrong who decided he wanted to chirp a little bit and started uh chirping at alexander gochier and uh and alex i would say this can eat with the best of them uh and so they decided that they were going to have they were going to go to it so they each ate their 56 ounce like the two salad bars the 56 ounce prime rib their baked potato then they each had to eat a plate of mushrooms and a plate of onions Oh, man. How many then calories? They, well, it was unbelievable. <laughs> then they each did five shots of tequila. And then they went <laughs> piece for piece on a, on, um, on a uh, on cheesecake. On cheesecake. Oh, of course. And on the fifth one, Derek went to the washroom and uh, ended up throwing up in the bathroom. <laughs> I've never seen anything like it. It was, it was unbelievable. Oh, that is all. Almost... That... that could only end one way. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. No, you're right. Oh well, um, we're we're almost out of time, Jay. This has been fun, but but I got to ask you one more question. What was what was the best road trip story you had as a player? <laughs> um, oh man, that I well, I don't know if it's so much of a story, but the best road trip experience I had was okay. in the '95 Grey Cup. So I was in my second year. My first year, I was on and off the practice roster. We obviously didn't make it to the Grey Cup, but I ended up making, you know, make the team, get on the roster for '95. Uh, we ended up going to the Grey Cup, and to experience that in Regina, we were, you know, the Canadian team because we were playing Baltimore, so we had the entire city of Regina behind us. That, uh, that, that, of, that never happens. And- yeah, exactly. <laughs> that, and you know, and and in Regina, you're, it's football is a big deal, and that week was you know especially being a young you know inexperienced guy you know for my first introduction to the gray cop and so to speak it, it was an unbelievable experience now it didn't go the way we wanted it to go but um that that we took part in a lot of the and i was young again and so <laughs> we took part in a lot of the festivities and maybe that's why we ended up losing there you go uh, truth it's comes out hindsight 2020 right but yeah. Um, it was a pretty, it was a pretty awesome experience, and the city of Regina did a great job. I can just imagine, you know, the red and white doesn't get a lot of love in that town, and uh, you know, you guys come in playing Baltimore. I, I can imagine you getting lots of love. 
Yeah. Jay, this has been fun. Uh, happy Father's Day to you. Hopefully your son treats you well on, on Sunday. And, uh, you know, thanks so much for joining uh, Derek and I tonight. Well, and to you guys as well. Thanks very much for having me, guys. It was a lot of fun. That was good stuff. Thanks, Jay. Happy Father's Day, pal. Talk soon. Bidzy, you knocked it out of the park one more time. Yeah, it was fun, right? You know, it's a great story. And I was thinking, I just once we started going and then the weights, and I was thinking, oh, yeah, you got, you got the offensive lineman on. You got the hoggies on. You got to talk about some of the eating stories. A 56 ounce? 56 56 ounce? I know my dad's listening right now, and my dad's probably like, oh, that's a big piece of meat. I can eat eat with the best of them, but I couldn't do 56 ounces, let me tell you that. We got to take take a break because we got to do the Friday shout-out, okay? I got to give time for the Friday shout-out. He's Derek Bidwell. I'm Jock Wilson. It's Friday fun time. This is Sports Talk with Jock. Okay, a little bit of a programming note is I'm not going to be here next week. So, Bidzy, we're not going to have a Friday fun time next week. Kind of sad. I I know, but I'm I'm taking a little bit of a, a holiday. Need a break. I need a COVID rest. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. so we're, we're, I think Dave McIver is going to be filling in for me. So you'll have a different voice on Sports Talk with Jocka next week. We, we always wrap up the show with our Friday shout-out. And I do have to shout-out to Tom's House of Pizza, best thin crust pizza in town, because they're great supporters of the Calgary Children's Foundation. And, and before I, I let you go, one more very important shout-out for me, Bidzy. My, my, mm-hmm. lovely, my lovely wife, Sherry. And, and, and why, do, why am I shouting out to my, my lovely wife, Sherry? It's my 24th wedding anniversary on oh! Sunday. On Sunday, Happy so anniversary. the fact that I made it 24 years, it's an amazing thing. She's a very understanding lady, let me tell you. Uh, she puts she's up with a, a lot of crap, patient. and and it's yeah, all it's all very very good. So yes, yeah, so happy anniversary to my and and you know what's what's sad about it is, uh, my my daughter and I have to go see my my mother, and so I'm not even going to be here for my anniversary. So I'm feeling a little shame. Oh, that's okay. You'll make up for it. I know you'll I'll make, make up, up for it. Happy, exactly. Happy anniversary. This is better than the time we have to. We'll have to do this another time. But you got to tell the time, the story another time about how she was keeping you on the hook and seeing when you would finally remember her birthday. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a good story. I better, yeah, we don't we want to we don't want to ruin all the good things that you got going on, the good deals we got going on right now with the happy anniversary coming up. So happy got, anniversary, Sherry, and you, uh, I'll go with my first shout out. Yeah, you got you only got time for one, so make it make it count. Okay, so I'm going to make it really quick. It's Father's Day weekend, so I want to give a shout out to the fathers in my life. I want to say happy Father's Day to my father, uh, Ray Bidwell, was on the show earlier today. A great man. I want to say happy Father's Day to Andrea's lovely, 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 amazing, generous, funny. Uh, father in Bill Loth, and I want to say Happy Father's Day to my little sister's husband um, and uh, my brother-in-law, uh, Will Green. Will is the father of my two nieces, uh, Kanaja and Justina. He's a great guy. Happy Father's Day, Will, in Wisconsin. You're not going to wish me a Happy Father's Day? Thanks, man. I appreciate it. And you! And oh. you! I didn't know how much time I had left. I don't know how much time I had left. I was already celebrating your anniversary. Happy Father's Day, Jocko! <laughs> you take care, Vinzi. Give my love to Andrea. Okay. I will, bud. Have a great weekend. He's Derek Bidwell. I'm Jock Wilson. Thanks so much for listening. This has been Friday Fun Time. We'll do it again in a couple of weeks. This is Sports Talk with Jock.